Welcome to the What Your Pastor Won't Tell You podcast. Each week, we go on an in-depth scriptural journey to awaken the nation of Israel who are scattered to the four corners of the earth. Our lessons are focused on instructing Israel to repent and to return to God's laws, statutes, and commandments. Also, feel free to subscribe to our YouTube channel, Humble Beginnings. And with that, take a listen. Praises, all praises, all praises. 
Happy Sabbath, Shalom, Most High in Christ, bless to the 12 tribes scattered abroad. Once again, we're here for the Sabbath, Holy Saints and Apostles. My name is Minister Masha, my brother here. Officer Daniela. All right, so all praises. We have a class for you this week entitled Crafty Counsel Against Thy People. Crafty Counsel Against Thy People. The Bible speaks about crafty counsel, all right? About someone taking crafty counsel against God's people, all right? So we're going to just go over it. We're going to go over it. We're going to look at examples. We're going to examine this topic. It's something that is very important because in order to combat against the craftiness in order to combat against the crafty counsel that one is taking against you you have to be aware of it you need to be made aware of what's going on in order to combat against it if you don't know something's happening to you how are you going to go fight against it if you don't know that you're in captivity how can you fight against it right so, we're going to get into the topic, all right? It's not a long topic this week, a uh, relatively short topic, but, you know, all praises to the most, how we bring out some edification, all right? So, with no further ado, let's get right to it. Let's go to the book of Psalms, chapter 83, and we're going to start at verse 1. The book of Psalms, chapter 83, and verse 1. Keep not thou silence, O God. Hold not thy peace. And be not still, O God. So the first thing, we're going to go through this step by step. All right? So bear with me. The first thing that David says in the spirit, through the spirit, is keep not thou silence, O God. Hold not thy peace. And be not still. So David is making a cry to the Most High to not hold his peace. Intervene, Lord. Mm. Get involved. We need your help. We need you. Don't be silent, Lord. We need you to come. We need you to speak up. We need you to rise up for your people. All right. Read on verse 2. For lo, thine enemies... <coughs> thine what? Thine enemies. It says, for lo, thine enemies, your enemies. Lord, we're speaking to the Most High. Mm. David is speaking to the Most High. He said, for lo, thine enemies... Mm. Make it to mo. Uh-huh. And they that hate thee have lifted up the head. It says, thine enemies Time. make a tumult. So now, I've taught this several times. A tumult is a uprising, mm. an upbringing, right? Usually you hear the phrase, a tumultuous sound. That is a sound that, say, a football team makes before they get out to the field. Oh, when they're coming together, they're hyping each other up. That's what a tumult is, right? It's an angry uprising. So the tumult that... 
thine enemies or the Lord's enemies, mm. God's enemies, make uh. a tumult, right? They are lifting up their head with pride. Whenever someone lifts up their head, it's with pride. Right. Oh, you got your head high there, brother. You lifting up your head high. That's speaking of pride. So God, first and foremost, as we see, God has enemies. God has enemies. Believe it or not. That's right. Right? Let's hold that. Let's go to Psalms 110, verses 1 and 2. Psalms 110, verse 1 and 2. <clears throat> this we is the book of Psalms. Go ahead. Chapter, chapter 110 and verse 2. Verse 1. So like 1 and 2. Psalms chapter 110 and verse 1. The Lord said unto my Lord. The Lord said unto my Lord. All right. When it says the Lord said unto my Lord. That's talking about the, fa the, the father mm. said unto the son. Hamashiach. All right. The Lord said unto my Lord, sit thou at my right hand. Right. And also, when it says the Lord said unto my Lord, in the Hebrew, it has the yod he wah he mm. On both times where it says Lord. Right? So, just higher learning stuff. Read it again from the top. Psalms chapter 110 and verse 1. The Lord said unto my Lord, Sit thou at my right hand. So the Most High said to Christ, sit at my right hand. Mm. Sit here by my side. Come on. Until I make thine enemies thy footstool. Until I what? Until I make thine enemies thy footstool. Until I make thine enemies thy footstool. Mm. Read on. The Lord shall send the rod of thy strength out of Zion. Rule thou in the midst of thine enemies. And the, the rod, the strength, the power is going to come out of Zion. Another name for Israel, the nation of Israel. So the rod, the strength is going to come out of Zion. Read it again. Rules, the Lord shall send the rod of thy strength out of, of Zion. Zion. Rule thou in the midst of thine enemies. And Zion is going to rule. When the Lord makes his enemies his footstool, Zion is going to rule in the midst of thine enemies. Rulership. That's what that's talking about. All right? So from there, let's go back to Psalms 83. And let's start again from the top. Psalms chapter 83 and verse 1. Keep not thou silence, O God. Hold not thy peace, and be not still, O God. Come on. For lo, thy enemies make it tumult. So David is telling, asking the Lord, keep not silent, O Lord. Keep not silent, O God. Your enemies make a tumult. Come on. And they that hate thee. They that hate you, O God. Mm. They don't love the Most High God. They don't love the Bible. They don't love God's commandments. Mm. They hate you. They that hate you, oh God. Who are they? The other nations. Mm. The other nations. Thine enemies. And we're going to prove it as we go on. 
Right? Read on. They that hate thee. They that hate thee. Have lifted up the head. We're going to also see why God's enemies hate him. Right? Come on. Verse 3. They have taken crafty counsel. It says they have taken crafty counsel. Come on. Against thy people. Against thy people. They've taken crafty counsel against thy people. Come on. And consulted against thy hidden ones. And they consulted against thy hidden ones. All right. So we're going to come back to this. Right. But it says they have taken crafty counsel. That's what they do. When they sit in these rooms, in these boardrooms, the so-called Illuminati, the so-called uh, Bilderberg groups, the DuPonts, the, 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 the Arab princes, all these people, they sit together, the United Nations, they sit in rooms and they're making crafty counsel against God's people. They're making decisions all day long against God's people. <laughs> making decisions all day long. Oh, you know what? Give them this type of music. <laughs> Give them this type of food. Put lead in the water. Put movies up. Mm. Oh, you know, give Tyler Perry a, a, a studio. Damn. We need more Medea. He said, Medea, retire. Bring Medea back. <laughs> right? So they make all these decisions about our lives, everything against God's people. It's not for you. The Bible tells you they have taken crafty counsel against mm. thy people. So therefore, if it's against thy people, it ain't for you. Oh, you thought, uh, you thought putting a, uh, what do they call it? Planned Parenthood in your neighborhood was for you, mm. was for your people. You thought a liquor store in every corner was for your people? You thought a church on every corner was for your people? No. All these things are against us, right? And we're going to see what the mission is as we read on. But before we do that, let's go over, let's flip over to the book of Joel. <coughs> Joel chapter 3. We're going to start at verse 1. <clears throat> The book of Joel, chapter 3, and verse 1. For behold, in those days and in that time, uh -huh. when I shall bring again the captivity of Judah and Jerusalem. Right, come on. I will also gather all nations. So the Lord said, when we're in captivity, after that time, the Lord said, I'm going to gather all nations. Come on. And will bring them down into the valley of Jehoshaphat. Uh-huh. Into the valley of decision, the valley of judgment. All right. Mm. Come on. And will plead with them. And the, and the Lord said he's going to plead with them. Right. When the Lord pleads, it's not like uh, how, uh, what's his name? Uh, Keith Sweat plead with a woman. That's not how the Lord pleads. The Lord pleads like it says in Isaiah 66 and verse 15. He's going to plead with you with fire in the sword. That's mm. how the Lord is going to plead with all the nations, right? Read on. 
and will plead with them there for my people. He's going to do all this pleading for his people. Right? Come on. And for my heritage, uh -huh. Israel. Come on. Whom they have scattered among the nations. Right. And parted my land. Because they, they scattered us among the nations and they parted the, Lord, the Lord's land. The partition of Israel. The partition of Palestine in 1948. Where they said this part is going to be for the Jewish men. And this part is going to be for the Arab men. Mm. Right? That they literally called it the partition. The Bible says they parted my land. Mm. Come on. And they have cast lots for uh, my people. Uh-huh. They cast lots for God's people. Say, nigga, 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 sold unto Mr. Johnson mm. down in West Virginia. Sold unto Mr. Patrick over in North Carolina. Come on. And have given a boy for an harlot. And they gave a boy for a harlot. They turned boys into breeders. They turned boys into prostitutes. Mm. Oh, you know what? You're a good, strong-looking young man. This is a good-looking young lady. Y'all two together, you're going to produce children for me. Slave master. I need those children. Put them in a barn like they're two pit bulls and let them go at it. And she come out pregnant. That's turning a boy into a harlot. Come on. And sold a girl for wine. And sometimes you didn't even have to have money to buy a little slave girl. Look, she was she was old enough to walk. You know what? Here, I got a couple packs of whiskey back there. Mm. Let me get that young slave girl. Right? Come on. That they might drink. What verse you at? Verse 3. Come on. Verse 4. Yay. And what have ye to do with me, O Tyree and Zidon? So now the Lord asks a question. He says, what do you have to do with me, O Tyree and Zidon? So these are two nations now that the Lord is speaking about that are of the Hermetic lineage. These are Hamites, right? And the Lord said, and what have ye to do with me, O Tyre and Zidon? Come on. And all the coast of Palestine. And all the coast, everybody that's inhabiting the, the coast of Palestine, the Arabs and so forth. Come on. Will you render me <coughs> a recompense? The word recompense means payback. Mm. Will you give me a payback? Mm. Come on. And if you recompense me. And if you try to pay back me is what the Lord said. Oh, you're going to try to pay me back. Mm. It's like telling your parents, you gonna, I'm going to pay you back, mom. And your mom looking at you like, oh, you're going to pay me back. Mm. Right? What's your mom going to say? Swiftly. Swiftly am I going to grab that belt and pay back <laughs> your behind. Right? Come on. And speedily will I return your recompense upon your own head. So it says that they have... Tried to do payback to the Lord. Why are they trying to pay the Lord back for what? Mm. For not choosing them. The other nations from the beginning of time have always been trying to get. Look, you can't. You They mad at God. That's why in Psalms 83 it says, they that hate thee. Mm. They that have hated thee have lifted up thine head. So you hate the most high God, you can't go up to the to, to the throne and snuff God in the face. Right. How you gonna get at God? Oh, his people. His people are here on the earth. You know what? 
God chose them, he didn't choose us. We're going to recompense the most high. Mm. How are we going to do that? Otiri and Zidon took our people, the so-called Africans, took our people, the Israelites, and sold them in slavery. The so-called Arab, same thing, sold our people in slavery. So-called white men sold our people in slavery, and they're going to give you Thanksgiving next week. Mm. Right? Killed our people, and then they're giving you Thanksgiving. Right? Read on. Because you have taken my silver and my gold. Now it says that they have taken God's silver and his gold. Right? Well, I know the Bible says that God is a black man, but we ain't know he has silver and gold. <laughs> right? <laughs> it's talking about the children of Israel. When it says you have taken my silver and gold, come on. And have carried into your temples my goodly pleasant things. So let's deal first with the silver and gold. All right. Hold on to this, Joel chapter 3. From there, let's go to Malachi chapter 3. We want verses 16 and 17. Just to prove the silver and gold. What is that speaking of? Malachi chapter 3 verse 16. Then they that feared the Lord spake often one to another. And the Lord hearkened and heard it. And a book of remembrance was written before him for them that feared the Lord and thought upon his name. So those of the Israelites that feared the Lord and thought upon the Most High's name. In his works, the Lord wrote a book of remembrance, right? Read on. Verse 17. And they shall be mine, said the Lord of hosts. He said, and they, the children of Israel, shall be mine, said the Lord of hosts. In that day when I make up my jewels, mm -hmm. and I will spare them as a man spared his own son that serveth him. So here we see the Lord refers to us as his jewels. Mm. As his jewels. From there, let's go to Zechariah chapter 13 and verse 9. Still dealing with the silver and gold. Zechariah chapter 13 and verse 9. And I will bring the third part through the fire. So the Lord said he's going to bring the third part of Israel. The one third of Israel. Those that thought upon the Lord's name. Right. Not the two thirds. Not all of Israel. But the one third of Israel. They that feared the Lord. Mm. That thought upon his name. The one third. The third part. Mm. He said he's going to bring them through the fire. Come on. And will refine them. Uh -huh. As silver is refined. And he's going to refine that one third part. As silver is refined. Mm. So he's telling you they're already silver. They're already my jewels. They're my chosen. But they that fear me, I'm going to refine them. I'm going to bring them through the fire. And I'm going to refine them as silver is refined. And will try them <coughs> as gold is tried. And I'm going to try them like gold also is tried. Right? That's it on that? No, that's more. That's 17? Yeah. No, Go ahead. that's um, Zechariah 13 and 9. Salaki. Uh, that's verse 9? Yeah. You read all of 9? No. Nah. Go ahead. They shall call on my name, and I will hear them. 
I will say, it is my people, uh -huh. and they shall say, the Lord is my he God. He said, it is my people. So when he's speaking of the silver and the gold, he's speaking of his people. Mm. All right? His people. Last one on that, Isaiah 13 and verse 12. Just so we understand the silver and the gold. What is the Lord's silver and gold? Because he said that Tyre and Zidon has taken my silver and my gold and brought them into their temples. Let's see. Come on. Isaiah chapter 13, verse 12. I will make a man more precious than fine gold, even a man that even a man than the golden wedge of offer. Right. So here again we see gold as a similar to to men mm. silver and gold refers to righteous men and women of the lord that are following the most high and keeping god's commandments with faith in the true messiah all right so from there let's go back to joel back to joel chapter three and start at verse five again Joel chapter 3 and verse 5. Because you have taken my silver and my gold. So when it says you have taken my silver and my gold, we know now that it's speaking of the children of Israel. That's the Lord's silver and gold. Mm. He looks at us as fine gold, as silver and gold, his jewels. So the Tyre and Zidon, the other nations, have taken the Lord's silver and his gold. And have carried into your temples my goodly pleasant things. And he says here that you have carried into your temples my goodly pleasant things. So what is this talking about? Well, when it says you, they carry into their temples his goodly and pleasant things, not only did they take us and... Uh, take us out of from our land and sell us into slavery. But another part of the crafty council, well, well, one part of it, of course, was the slavery, the slave trade. Gave a boy for an harlot, mm. right? That was one part of the crafty council. But the other part of it was they took us and put us into their temples, mm. their pagan temples. What are some of these temples? They put us in Islam. They brought us in Christianity, Buddhism, Judaism, and whatever other isms is out there, hmm. right? They took the Lord's people, God's chosen people, and they made us to worship other gods. Whether it be um, an actual church or something of that matter, or it just be ideologies, uh, you know, Kemet's so-called stuff, Kemet, Pan-Africanism. Feminism, LGBTism, all these things. They have taken the Lord's holy people. They should have never touched us. Mm. Touch not my my holy, my anointed. Right. Touch not my anointed. They should have never even laid hands on us. They should say, you know what? That's God's people. We ain't even going to bring them into our fold. We ain't even going to bring them into our temple. But part of the crafty council, what they did they put us in captivity, but they also brought us into their temples 
They took the Lord's gold and silver and brought it into their temples. So the point where all of these pagan temples are filled up with the Lord's gold and silver. Mm. Our people are in them. Jehovah's Witnesses, Mormon, all of this. Our people are in all of these temples, these pagan temples. All right, read on. <coughs> Verse 6. Start up from the top just to go through. Verse 5. Yeah. Joel chapter 3, verse 5. Because you have taken my silver and my gold and have carried into your temples my goodly pleasant things. Come on. The children also of Judah and the children of Jerusalem. So, yeah, the children. It's telling you what he's, who he's speaking about. Mm. The children also of Judah and Jerusalem. And when it says Judah, it's speaking of the southern kingdom. Judah, Benjamin, and Levi. And when it says Jerusalem, it's speaking of the northern kingdom, the other tribes. Mm. Read on. Have ye sold unto the Grecians? And the so-called African, Tyre and Zidon, took us, and they they were the ones who sold us to the Grecians. They were the ones who sold us to the European that came to the west coast of Africa. The, the European never set foot into the interiors of Africa. If you just watch the movie Roots, who was it that put the net on Kunta Kente's head? It was other black men. Hmm. But those black men were not of his tribe. They were not of his people. They were Tyre and Zidon, and Kunta was Israel. That's right. He was an Israelite. So the Africans... What the Bible is prophesying and showing us and telling us is that the, the Africans had a part in our captivity. The Africans took our people from the west coast of Africa, and they were the ones who brought us to the beaches in Ghana, to the beaches in the Ivory Coast, mm. to the beaches in Burkina Faso, to the beaches in all the west coast of Africa and all over. They were the ones who brought us in chains and sold us to the Arabs and to the so-called white men. All right? Read on. <clears throat> that ye might, rem might remove them far from their border. And they did this, and they removed us so far from our border, we haven't been back since. Mm. Right? Come on. So, so far from our borders, we don't even know who we are. We don't know where to start. We don't know where to even start to look. For our truth, our lineage, right? Come on. Verse 7. Behold, I will raise them out of the place whither you have sold them. But the Lord said, Behold, I will raise them mm. out of the place whither ye have sold them. Even though you took crafty counsel, because nobody points a finger at the so-called African man mm. for slavery. But <laughs> he had a part in that thing too. Crafty counsel. All right. Another word for crafty could be sneaky, right. sneaky counsel. So guess what? In the crafty counsel, the so-called African man had a part too. This is why you ain't never hear the Africans say, oh, brother, uh, America, hmm. Hmm, right. give me my people back. Right. You stole my people. Now bring them back to me. Bring them back to me right now. You never heard an African say that. Not once. Right. Not one African nation stood up and said, bring my people back. <laughs> Why? Because they were a part of the crafty council. All right? We, uh, that's verse 7? Yeah. I Go ahead. It over. Verse 7. Behold, <coughs> I will raise them out of the place 
whether you have sold them, and will return your recompense upon your own head. And the Lord said, I'm going to raise them up out of that place, and I'm going to put the payback back on your own head. All right? Let's go back to Psalms 83. Psalms 83, and I want verses 3 and 4. Psalms chapter 83 and verse 3. They have taken crafty counsel against thy people. So we mentioned that they took crafty counsel, sneaky counsel against God's people. Not for God's people, against God's people. The original crafty counsel were the slave chains, huh. the slave ships. How all these nations came together and they decided, you know what we're going to do? We're going to do a slave trade. The Arab man first. He was the first one to get involved in it. And then it opened up to the other nations. So that was the crafty council first and foremost <coughs> that they did. Trying to get us all involved in all these other religions. Crafty council. Once they brought us over, they said coexist. Deal with all the so-called uh, religions deal with all the religions go into the temples as it said right it said we put them in our in the Lord they took the, the Lord's gold and silver and put them in their temples in their uh, churches and their worship their gods all right read on and consulted against thy hidden ones come on the hidden when it says the hidden ones it's talking about the children of Israel why because our faces have been hidden mm. we don't know who we are we're the only ones that's hidden in this whole book. Hmm. Right? Come on. Verse 4. They have said, come and let us cut them off from being a nation. So the point of the crafty council, they said, come, let us cut them off from being a nation. Come hmm. on. That the name of Israel may be no more in remembrance. So now... Crafty Council, the goal of Crafty Council, let us cut them off from being a nation that the name of Israel be no more in remembrance. So when they took us into slavery, they beat out of us our names and our lineage and, and told you you couldn't read. They didn't want you to know who you were. They want to change your name, Crafty Council. Right? They came together and said, you know what? This is what we're going to do. Once we get those people, we have to do this. We have to whip their names out of them. You got to pull their arms apart and tell them that their name is Toby. Right? So that they forget that the name of Israel be no more in remembrance. Right? Next thing they did, after that, they put us in their churches. Brought us in their churches. Brought us in their synagogues, brought us in their, their uh, mosque, right? Gave us Islam and all that stuff. And when you go into these religions, everybody in the religion got a, everybody in Christianity got a nation. Except for you, black man hmm. and black woman. Everybody, for God so loved the world. Everybody know where they from in the world except for you. In Christianity. Islam. What's your nationality? I'm a Muslim. <laughs> you don't know who the heck you are. Ask uh, Alibaba 
What's your nationality? I'm from Dubai. What's your nationality? I'm from Afghanistan. Right? So in these religions, the after they gave us slavery, they gave us the religions, but everybody's got a nation in these religions except for you. So when you go to these religions, what do they also teach you? Oh, we're not worried about that. Hmm. We're not worried about the flesh. We're worried about the spirit, hmm. brother. Worry about the spirit, not the flesh. Your lineage don't mean nothing. You don't got to be worried. Don't deal with vain genealogies. <laughs> not even knowing what that scripture's talking about. Meanwhile, everybody in there got a religion, got a nation. They know where they're from, who they are, and so forth. Except for you black people. You just black. A black Christian. A black Muslim. A <laughs> black Buddhist. We're just black, right? Uh, is that verse four? Time. Right. So from there, from there, let's go to Isaiah. From there, let's go to Isaiah 13 and give me verse 14. Because as I mentioned, in these religions, our people do not receive a, a, a spiritual identity, a physical identity, rather. You don't receive your identity. You don't understand who you are, what nation you truly come from. So that's a part of the crafty council hmm. because it said that the name of Israel be no more in remembrance. So when you become a Christian, they say, oh, you're adopted. <laughs> you're a Gentile, but you're adopted into the body of Christ. Don't worry about, oh, I'm not worried about my physical identity i know who i am spiritually i know who i am in christ so therefore i don't have to worry about my lineage i know we came from slavery we came from africa but i don't have to worry about that that's crafty counsel that they give you in those theology schools oh you don't gotta worry about all that you know who you are in god right <laughs> so let's see let's see let's see what the bible says because my Bible tells me something else about the nations and everybody's nation. Let's see what happens when America is destroyed. What's going to happen? With all these people that are here, this melting pot of nations, what's going to happen? Isaiah 13 and verse 14. Isaiah chapter 13, verse 14. And it shall be as the chaste row. And it shall be as a chaste row. And as a sheep that no man taketh up. Uh-huh. That's... They shall every man turn to his own people. So when America is destroyed and on fire and burning, the Bible says that every man turns to his own people. Every man is going to turn to his own people in that day. Oh, damn, it's American stuff. Oh, I'm an Indian. Where the Indians at? I'm a white man. Where's the white men at? I'm a Chinese. Huh? Oh, 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 my Chinese. Huh? Where they at? Right? When America's on fire, every man is going to go to his own people. Come on. And flee everyone into his own land. And everybody's going to flee into their own land. Hmm. So now where the heck are all the black people going to go? Right. Where are all the black Christians going to go? Where are all the black Muslims going to go? Because they, in that time, the white Christians are going to be like, peace out. <laughs> We're going to Ireland. We're going to Italy. Uh, I don't deal with y'all. 
I'm, this is my people. Right. Where the black people then? Where you gonna go then? So how is it that uh, it's not important? It's not important. The Bible's telling you everybody's gonna go to their own place. So my question to you, black Christian, where are you gonna go in this time? Because the Bible, the prophet told us every man's going to go to his own people into his own land. Where are you going to go, sir? Hmm. Are you going to the land of black? Negro land? That's it. You're going to go to Negro land. Right? Let's see. That's it on 14? John. All right. From there, let's go to, uh, let's go to Jeremiah. Jeremiah chapter 4. Jeremiah chapter 4, start at verse 1. Jeremiah chapter 4, verse 1. If thou wilt return, O Israel, said the Lord, return unto me. And if thou wilt put away thine abominations out of my sight, then shalt thou not remove. Right. And thou shalt swear, the Lord liveth in truth, in judgment, and in righteousness, and the nations shall bless themselves in him, and in him shall they glory. So the Lord is saying, Israel, if you repent, if you put away your abominations, if you stop serving all the other gods of the nations, then I'm going to bless you. I'm going to build you up again mm -hmm. as a nation, right? Come on. Verse 3. For thus says the Lord to the men of Judah and Jerusalem. So the Lord says this to the men of Judah and Jerusalem, all 12 tribes. Come on. Break up your fallow ground and sow not among thorns. So he's saying break up the ground and don't sow among thorns, but mm. sow in good ground. Mm. Come on. Circumcise <coughs> yourselves to the Lord uh -huh. and take away the foreskins of your heart. Ye men of Judah and inhabitants of Jerusalem, lest my fury come forth like fire and burn that none can quench it because of the evil of your doings. In short, get right. Right. Get right. Circumcise your heart. Get your mind right. Come and serve the Lord before I put you to death. Hmm. Come on. Declare ye in Judah and publish in Jerusalem and say, Blow ye the trumpet in the land. Cry, to, cry, gather together, and say, Assemble yourselves, and let us go into the defense city. Come on. Cities. Set up the standard towards Zion. Retire, stay not, for I will bring evil from the north, and a great destruction. Uh-huh. The lion is come up from his ticket. And the destroyer of the Gentiles. And the what? Destroyer of the Gentiles. And the destroyer of the Gentiles. The destroyer of the non-Jews. Mm. Those that don't worship the Lord. Thine enemies, it said in, in, in Psalms. Mm -hmm. Like the lion is come up from his thicket. And the destroyer of the Gentiles is on his way. That's Christ. That's Christ that's coming, right? Come on. He is gone forth from his place to make thy land desolate. Oh. 
and thy city shall be laid waste without an inhabitant. So this is what the Lord is going to do. For all the crafty counsel, for tearing down his people, for destroying his people, the Bible calls him the destroyer of the Gentiles, the destroyer of the other nations. So with that being said, if the Bible says that uh, every man is going to go into his own land and to his own people, you need to figure out who the heck you are. Which people you are, do you need to start getting ready for Christ coming back and squaring up? Or do you need to get yourself right and cleanse yourself of the abominations so that the Lord can come and be your deliverer? He's either your deliverer or your destroyer, depending on which side of the fence you fall. So it's important to know who you are. Uh, again, this is why the crafty council... They did not want us to know who we were. They want the name of Israel to be blotted out of our memories. Don't remember that to the Israelites. So how do we do that? We got to give them rap music. <laughs> Crafty council. We got to give them rap music. Hip hop culture. We took away the biblical culture. The laws as a culture. Mm. We took that away for inheritance. Jeremiah 17 and 4. We took away their true heritage. Let's give them hip-hop heritage. Let's give them, uh, you know, all of that gang life. When you're in gang life, you don't think about Israel. Right. When you're in hip-hop culture, pop-locking and everything else, you ain't thinking about Israel. Right? You don't remember that you're supposed to be keeping the Lord's Sabbath day in hip-hop culture. You want to go to the club and put on a show, <laughs> right? And look at our women and our children that's growing up in this culture. That's their life, right? That's how they live. They don't know who they are. They don't know. That's the culture that's been replaced. And the, and the so-called white man, that's a Jew. The one that stole your identity is, the, is at the forefront of pushing that on our people. He's the one that pays them millions of dollars to talk, call themselves little baby. He's the one that pays them millions of dollars to talk about sh <coughs> shooting each other. <laughs> Hot girl summer. Call yourself a, a, a stallion, a male horse. The verdict is still out on that one. We don't know who he, she is. Mm. Megan the stallion. Girl name. Male horse. <laughs> I'm telling you, it, 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 don't, it don't sit right with me. But who's paying them? So-called Jewish man. Paying them to, to go out there. As long as there's Megan and Stallion out there, our people is lost. They don't, they don't, they not, they don't consider. Uh, <laughs> right? All of that is crafty counsel. Oh, Harriet Tubman movie. That's more crafty counsel. <coughs> More crafty counsel. Oh, a black, a black, uh, what do they call him? A black bounty hunter. During slavery times now, <laughs> mind you. A black bounty hunter chasing Harriet Tubman down like, get back over here. Yeah, right. <laughs> a black bounty hunter. And then a white man kills him. I gotta do it. Bam. 
You safe now, Harriet. <laughs> That's Jesus. That's white Jesus right there. <laughs> white Jesus saved her from the black bounty hunter that wanted to enslave her. That wanted to tell her to go back to slavery. This is all crafty counsel. Why so now our children grow up seeing these things and they can't remember nothing. Mm. They can't remember nothing. They don't know the truth. We die out if we don't teach it. Right. They won't know the daggone truth. We keep letting the TV teach. That's it. Our people won't know the truth. We had a young brother here today. He telling us. We said, what, what you talking about? He said, Latinx. Hmm. I, we said, what the heck is a Latinx? He said, Latinos. Right. In school, they teaching them Latinx. Now they're calling so-called Hispanic people Latinx. What the heck is that? Right? But this is the youngest generation telling us what he learning from school. Meanwhile, we out here teaching the truth. You so-called Latinos, you are the children of Israel. <coughs> you are our brothers. You are the northern kingdom of Israel. That's who you really are. Just like us, the so-called blacks and West Indians, so-called West Indians, we are the tribes of Judah, the kingdom of Judah, the southern kingdom. Judah, Benjamin, and Levi. We have to put out the truth. We have to teach our people the truth. Because crafty counsel, Latinx is crafty counsel. Oh, Latinx. <laughs> Officer said next thing they're going to be calling is just X. <laughs> right? So constantly as we go along, there's always crafty counsel being worked on us. Crafty counsel, crafty counsel all over. Crafty counsel is men jeans is spandex now. Men's jeans is 60-40% and they stretch. That's crazy. Stretchable and all that, all that on, on, the, uh, on the things. Telling you that it stretches. I don't want my jeans to stretch. <laughs> I ain't wearing leggings. Why my jeans got to stretch? Right? Crafty council. Crafty council. Lunchables has pork in it. Mm. The cheese got pork in it. Certain white cheddar popcorn got pork in it. Mm. The enzymes that they use for the cheese, pork in it. That's crafty council. Keep Israel in the midst of sin. Oh, I ain't got no pork. I'm, eat, I'm eating a cheese sandwich. Yeah, it's pork all up in that cheese. Damn. You ain't do it. You got to do a diligent search, right? You got to do a diligent search. Gummy bears and so forth and all of that. So, and, and, and ah, well, we ain't going gonna to leave the LGBT alone today, but that's crafty counsel too. <laughs> they want uh, transgenders to read bedtime stories to our, women, to our children. Wow. In the library, reading stories to the kids. Next thing you know, you're going to have a transgender in your damn school. In your child's school. And they're going to say, you can't say nothing to them. It's a non-binary person. Doesn't associate with he or she. I don't associate with the uh, sex that was, what they call it? That was assigned to me at birth. <laughs> Negro, you was born a male. <laughs> what are you talking about? Right, assigned. Right. Yeah, God assigned it that you was going to be a boy. 
How about that? <laughs> but now they just coming out. All of that is crafty counsel. All right. So from there, whew, from there, let's go back to Psalms 83. <laughs> Psalms 83 and verse 4. Psalms chapter 83 and verse 4. They have said, come and let us cut them off from being a nation. So though the spirit of the world, the spirit of this world, the spirit of society is come, let us cut them off from being a nation. They don't want to see Israel come back together as a nation. They don't want to see that. That's one sure way you know what spirit somebody's rolling in. If you spirit, if you're rolling in spirit of the Most High, you're gonna be happy to see Israel coming together, keeping the commandments. You're gonna be, you're gonna rejoice at that. But the spirit of the world is, get off the corners. They driving by, get off the corners. F you. Get out of here. Stop teaching that Bible-ish. Hmm. Right? They're getting mad. Why are you so mad, brother? We telling you you are the chosen. We telling you you are holy people. We telling you to rise up. We telling you to love your people, love your nation. We telling you keep God's laws. Right. What's wrong with you? It show you the spirit. Your spirit, you're either in the spirit of the Bible, you're either in the spirit of the Most High, or you're in the spirit of the world. But the world says, come, let us cut them off from being a nation. Mm. Go ahead. That the name of Israel <coughs> may be no more in remembrance. So the, the spirit of the world is, they don't want you to remember. Ah, no, you're not an Israelite. <laughs> Commandments. No. They hate that thing. When you speak to people who are in that spirit, in the spirit of the world, oh yeah, I, I'm an Israelite. I'm a Hebrew Israelite. Right? <laughs> you a what? You ever see how their spirit is? Mm -hmm. Get out of my house. You can eat pork. Go ahead, eat this, eat this, eat this. Trying to force it. Right? The spirit is they don't, when, they, when a person's in the spirit of the world, they don't want to hear none of this. Tell them something about hot girl summer. Yeah, they with it. Hmm. Oh, yeah. Let's get that on. Let's get that thing popping. Right? Football. <laughs> but tell them Passover coming. We ain't talking about Passover. I love pork. <laughs> I eat pork. <laughs> Passover lamb. No, I eat pork. <laughs> Easter ham. <laughs> you tell them Passover lamb, their spirit is against it. they like, no, 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 no. Pa uh, Easter ham. That's what we like. You tell them uh, Feast of Dedication, they like, no, 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 no. Christmas. Right? It's a spirit. It's a spirit that comes behind that crafty council. And a lot of our people are in the midst of that spirit too. Because you go to your own people, you tell them that 
You see how they spirit don't gel with it at all. Meanwhile, all you're doing is talking the Bible. So what they're truly saying is their spirit doesn't align with the spirit of the Bible. The Bible says something, your spirit don't align with it. You believe in the Bible. Everybody who we talk to believes, I think almost everybody in the earth right now believes in the Bible. Whether yeah. they're Christian or not, so-called Jews, they believe in the Bible. So-called Muslims, they believe in the Bible. Buddhists, I guarantee you a Buddhist got respect for the Bible. But if you bring forth what the words of the Bible truly say, nobody wants to hear it. Oh, you know what? The black man is God. How y'all <laughs> like that? Oh, no, we don't like that. Shut that down. Shut him down. Right? So let's see. Let's, let's show you that in the scriptures about the spirit. Because that crafty counsel, that is a spirit. When you have the spirit of that crafty it's a spirit that's on you. And the spirit of the world is against Israel. Right? So let's see it. Uh, 1 Corinthians chapter 2 and verse 12. <coughs> 1 Corinthians chapter 2 verse 12. Now we have received not the spirit of the world. So we have received not the spirit of the world. The spirit of the world hates the things of God. Hmm. The spirit of the world hates this Bible and what it says, what it truly says and what it truly means. Right? When you speak into your people on the street and you say, oh, you know today's the Sabbath day. Oh, no, no, no. I don't want to hear that. The Bible says it. Right. So what spirit are you rolling in when you reject the Bible that you say you stand for? You in the spirit of the world. Read it again. Now we have received not the spirit of the world. See, when we keep God's commandments and live by it and walk by it, that's because we receive the spirit not of the world. Mm. Right? Christmas and all that is the spirit of the world. We keep the spirit of the most high. Come on. But the spirit which is of God. See, but we receive the spirit of God, not the spirit of the world. It's two different things. Two different spirits. Come on. That we might know the things that are freely given to us of God. Right. So it's two different spirits in the earth. You got the spirit of the world and you got the spirit of the most high God. We rolling in the spirit of the most high God. That's why when we hear things of God, we rejoice. We're happy. We love these things, right? But the spirit of the world is against Israel. And why is the spirit of the world, the spirit of this world against Israel? Well, again, that crafty counsel is a spirit. Hmm. And that's the spirit of the world. Right. And the world hates Israel. Why? Because Israel is a world in itself. Mm. Let's go to Isaiah chapter 45 and verse 17. Isaiah, uh, Israel is a world in itself. We are a whole nother world altogether. So that's why the, the world does not like us. <laughs> because it knows that it has no place in our world, just as we have no place in this world. Isaiah chapter 45 and verse 17. Come on. But Israel shall be saved in the Lord. Uh, 
If you don't got the spirit, if you got the spirit of the world, you don't want to hear that. <laughs> Israel shall be saved in the Lord. No, no, everybody shall be saved. But Israel shall be saved in the Lord. Israel shall be saved in the Lord with an everlasting salvation. Forever salvation. It ain't never going to stop. Mm. Come on. Ye shall not be ashamed. And see, if you in the spirit of, of God, you're mm. not going to be ashamed of that thing. You're not going to be ashamed to say that the children of Israel are going to be saved mm. forever. Oh, well, what about Lucy at work? Mm. What about Mitzi? What about Betsy? What about Mr. Hand? <laughs> you ashamed. That's the first thing. That's one of the things when, whenever we break in scriptures down for our peoples on the street, one of the first things they say, what about the white man? Mm. <laughs> I don't see him asking about you. <laughs> but our people always want, what about the white man? What about him? <laughs> Read it again. But Israel shall be saved in the Lord. Uh-huh. Israel the, shall be saved in the Lord. With an everlasting salvation. Come on. Ye shall not be ashamed. We ain't going to be ashamed to say it. Nor confounded. And we ain't going to be confused about it. No, <laughs> Israel's going to be saved. Come on. World. And Israel is the world. Without end. Without end. Mm. Israel is the world without end. So that's why the world that we mm. live in today don't like the world of Israel. They are contrary to it. They are against it. They said they had to do crafty counsel against thy hidden ones, mm. against thy people, because the spirit of this world cannot get with the spirit of us, with the spirit of God. Which says, you know what? You have to serve the children of Israel. They're going to be on top. You got to be on the... Look at how the world that we live in now. Right. The children of Israel are on the bottom. That's the world. Yeah, that's the world they want. That's the world Christianity wants. That's the world Islam wants. Oh, yeah. Tawheed, brother. Tawheed. Oneness in Allah. <laughs> Meanwhile, the, 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 the Israelites are on the bottom. Yeah, that's what they want. That's what we want. He got he he for God so loved the world. Long as them niggas is on the bottom. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. Right. Everything is all good as long as y'all Negroes is on the bottom. As long as we on top, we cool with that. That's what the spirit of the world is. Right? So from there, give me uh second Ezra's. Second Ezra chapter six and verse nine. Cause we talking about the world, right? And we just read in Isaiah 45 that Israel is the world without end. Second Ezra chapter, chapter six and verse nine. For Esau is the end of the world. The Bible says that Esau, Esau is the end of the world. Esau is the end of the world, the world we're living in today. And Jacob is the beginning of it that followed. And Jacob is the beginning of it, the world mm. that follows. So right now, we're in the world of Esau. 
Esau with his suit on, thinking he's somebody, thinking he's an investment banker, talking about show me the money. And then you got Israel. That's the future rulers of this world. Hmm. So you're going to either love one or hate the other. You can't serve two masters. You're either going to love God and hate this world, or you're going to hate the world and love God. But this world, as we know, is all about crafty counsel. They don't want the children of Israel to know who they are. They don't want us to remember our name, to remember ourselves as a nation. They want us to forget who we are. They want us to play in the background. They also do crafty counsel so much to the point that they putting stuff in our food. Mm. They put stuff in the movies. They put stuff on the History Channel. They put stuff all over, all over to discourage you, to take you away from being who you really are as an Israelite. Uh. So what spirit are you going to roll in? Are you going to roll in the spirit of this world or the spirit of the Most High God? Do you want to be a ruler of the world forever under Christ mm. as our king? Or do you want to just be a nigga in the world? <laughs> Have it your way. Right? So from there. Um, and also, I just want to mention the, the, uh, the think tanks. You know, they come together in these rooms and they have think tanks. Oh, yeah, how can we uh, figure this thing out? How can we do this? TEDx, let's, uh, how can we do this thing? And how can we do that? How can we make more people wear dresses, mm. men and women? Man. How can we, you know, all these things have been thought about. And it's been thought about years before we start seeing it. Right now, you see LGBT, that thing was thought about years back. With RuPaul, with Dennis Rodman, when they was the only two walking around looking ridiculous. <laughs> That's when they was thinking, oh, we're going to get this thing. We got to get this thing open. We got to get it to the whole world. Right? Disney, Walt Disney, putting stuff in their daggone cartoons. Got the things holding on to things and all types of madness all up in that thing. Right? <laughs> so all of that is crafty counsel. The music, entertainment, religion, all of that. All right. Mm. From there, let's go to the book of Judith. Judith chapter 5. Judith chapter 5. So we're going to show you the spirit of the world. We're going to show you the spirit of crafty counsel. And what I want you to understand from this, what we're about to read in Judith, is your enemies. The other nations know more about you than you know about you. Mm. In other words, well, I'll let them read. Judith chapter 5 and start at verse 1. We're going to read mm. all the way down to verse 21. So stay Sorry. girded. Judith chapter 5 and verse 1. Then was it declared to Holofernes, the chief captain of the army of Assur, that the children of Israel had prepared for war and had shut up the passages of the hill country and had fortified all the tops of the high hills and had laid impediments in the campaign countries. Right. So you have this man of the Assyrians who is coming to make war against our people 
he heard that our people were not coming down uh, just to worship them, that they were preparing to fight, all right? Read on. Wherewith he was very angry and called all the princes of Moab and the captains of Ammon and all the governors of the sea coast. So he became angry and he called the Moabites and the Ammonites who were in the same region as us, the children of Israel, but they was giving up. Mm. They was just laying down. They were like, yes, my Lord. <laughs> so he called them and he said he's going to start asking them some questions, right? Read on. Verse 3, and he said unto them, tell me now, ye sons of Chanan, of, of Canaan, just of Canaan, Canaan, who this people is that dwelleth in the hill country, uh -huh. and what are the cities that they inhabit, and what is the multitude of their army? And wherein is their power and strength? And what king is set over them or captain of their army? So as you see here, the Assyrian is asking them, mm. I need cointel on them, on these Israelites. You Moabites, you Ammonites, y'all live in the same area. You are sons of Canaan, right? Y'all live here. Tell me about these Israelites. Who is their king? What do they do? What do they eat? How do they worship? What's their strength? What's their weaknesses? So he's, the Syrians here are coming in the spirit of COINTEL. They want COINTEL Pro on us. <laughs> and that shows you the, the world is like that. The world studies you before they start putting stuff out now. If you ain't buying certain things, then they know, all right, no, 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 Israel not going to go for that. Mm. But when they see you love Popeye's chicken, right? they say, oh, they love Popeye's chicken. Put some things that's going to make them infertile in that chicken. 35 chemicals in a chicken sandwich. It ain't even a chicken sandwich. It's a chemical sandwich <laughs> with a little bit of chicken in it. Oh. Right? Read on. Verse 4, and why have they determined not to come and meet me, more than all the inhabitants of the west? Then said Akir, the captain of all the sons of Ammon. So now here you got one Ammonite, so-called Japanese, stands up and he starts speaking. Come on. Let my Lord now hear a word from the mouth of thy servant, and I will declare unto thee the truth concerning this people which dwelleth near thee, and inhabited it the hill countries, and there shall no lie come out of the mouth of thy servant. Come on. This so now this man said, I'm going to tell you about them. You want to know about these people? I'll give you the history. This is an Ammonite. Mm. This is not our people. This man comes from the, from the uh, tribe of Ammon, one of Lot's people, right? Verse, Verse six. six, these people are descendants of the Chaldeans, uh huh, and they sojourn heretofore in Mesop Mesop Mesopotamia. Mesopotamia because they would not follow the gods of their fathers, which were in the land of Chaldea. So, when he says these people are descendants of the Chaldeans, it's talking about Abraham mm. because Abraham 
originated from the city of Ur, mm. Ur of the Chaldees. The Chaldees were the wise in Babylon, in Assyria, in that whole region and so forth. They were the wise of that region, right? Come on. Verse 8, for they left the way of their ancestors and worshiped the God of heaven. So, because Abraham said, I'm not worshiping all those gods. I hear the voice of the true God, mm. the God in heaven. And I like the fact that this Ammonite, he also refers to the Most High as the God of heaven. Mm. Right? Come on. The God whom they knew. So they cast them out from the face of their gods. And they fled into Mesopotamia and sojourned there many days. Then their God commanded them to depart from the place where they sojourned and to go into the land of Canaan where they dwelt and were increased with gold and silver and with very much cattle. Come on. But when a famine covered all the land of Canaan, they went down into Egypt and sojourned there. While they were nourished and became there a great multitude, so that no one could not number their nation. So this Ammonite knows our history. He knows that when our people was in the land, and then you know what? There was a famine in the land. We went down into Egypt. We into Egypt. Now he's given the whole history of our people. Come on. Verse 11. Therefore, the king of Egypt rose up against them and dealt subtly with them uh -huh. and brought them low with laboring and brick and made them slaves. Come on. Then they cried unto their God and he smut all the land of Egypt with incurable plagues. So the Egyptians cast them out of their sight. Now he's given the whole history of how we went into Egypt, how we served bondage. And how we would take it out of Egypt by the hand of the Most High. Mm. Right? This Look, I'm telling the other nations know your history. They know your history more than you. Now, they ain't going to tell you about your history. They going to keep that thing to themselves. Mm. Crafty counsel. But they, you think they don't know this day that we are the Israelites? Mm. Where we waking up to it? You think they don't know? They know. Trust me. Read on. And God dried the Red Sea before them and <coughs> brought them to Mount Sinai and Cade's barn and cast forth all that dwelt in the wilderness. So they dwelt in the land of the Amorites and they destroyed by their strength all them of Ezebon and passing over Jordan, they possessed all the hill country. Mm -hmm. And they cast forth before them the Canaanite and Pharisite and Jubasite, and the Schemamite, and all the Gergesite. And they dwelt in the country many days. Come on. And whilst they sinned not before their God. Listen carefully. Read that again. And whilst they sinned not before their God. So the COINTELPRO knows that whilst they sin not, if they do not sin before their God. They prospered. They will prosper. If they are not a sinful nation, guess what? They're going to prosper. Mm. They're going to be good. Come on. Because the God that hated iniquity. Because the Lord hates sin. Was with them. And he's going to be with us 
as long as we are not sinning. Come on. But when they departed from the way which he appointed them. But if we depart from God's laws as a nation, we're not keeping God's laws no more. They were destroyed in many battles. Then we can be destroyed. Come on. Very sore. And were led captives into a land that was not theirs. And the temple of their God was cast to the ground. And their cities were taken by the enemies. So the other nations know that, hey, if they're in the midst of sin, you could take them. Mm -hmm. But if they're keeping God's laws, uh-uh. Mm -hmm. they, they, the Lord going to bless them. Right? That's <laughs> why pork is in everything. Right. <laughs> That's why all these weird things, all these weird ingredients is in the food, all uncleanliness. Stuff you think is going to be, yo, we got to make them sin. We got to keep them sin. That's why you go to the store, all the clothes is 40, 50, 40, 60, 70, 30, 98, 2%. They got it. Because the Bible says we're supposed to wear 100%. Mm. Whatever it is you wear, it got to be 100%. That's what it says in Deuteronomy 22. So what does Esau do? Um, make majority of the clothes mingled fabric. Hmm. Why? Because if them Negroes wear it, they in sin. Right. Even the littlest of things. So where we say, oh, oh, it ain't a big deal. You trying to stress us out with these commandments. <laughs> this ain't how God wanted it. He wanted us to do things like that, that, that. Well, guess what? Why is the world so diligent about even the smallest things? Mm. What you might consider be smallest thing? Why? Cause, cause this right here, they won't make you sin, Israel. They won't keep you in the midst of sin. Cause as long as you in sin, mm. they on top, and your butts on the bottom. So that's where we gotta gird up the mind and say, you know what, then. I, it might seem like a little thing, but no, I got to take this thing serious. That's right. I got to stop wearing pants as a woman. I got to stop wearing women's clothes as a man. Mm. I got to stop eating pork. Right? Read on. Verse 19. But now are they returned to their God and are come up from the places where they were scattered and have possessed Jerusalem where their sanctuary is and are seated in the hill country, for it was desolate. Now therefore, my lord and governor, if there be any error in this people... He said, if there be any error in this people, if this people is not keeping the Sabbath right, if this people is eating pork, if this people is sleeping around with all different women, if this people is in homosexuality, if there be any error... Any error in this people. And they sin against their God. And they sin against their God. Let us consider that this shall be their ruin. Let us look at it like, yeah, this is the time we got to go. We got to go get them now. They in the midst of sin. They sinning. God ain't going to be with them. Right? Come on. And let us go up and we shall overcome them. The nations know. The COINTELPRO Report is, hey, if they sinning, we could go take them. Mm. If they not sinning, no, read on. But 
If there be no iniquity in their nation. If there's no sin. If they're waking up to who they are. If they're keeping the commandments now. Keeping the dietary laws, right? Keeping all the commandments, right? Let my Lord now pass by. He said, you better walk on by. <laughs> you better just walk on by. If they keeping the commandments, you better keep it moving. Come on. Lest their Lord lest defend the, them. Lest the Most High defends them. And their God before them. Come on. And we become a reproach before all the world. Right. Right. So that was the report that they received. They said, if this nation is in the midst of sin, then hey, we could we could take them. But if they are keeping the commandments, you better keep it pushing. You better pass on by. Mm. So what is the goal of the crafty council? Crafty counselors keep your butt in sin right. and keep you from remembering who you are. Don't remember that you're the Israelites. And as long as you do that, then they could be on top and we would continue to be on the bottom. All right. So we have to be aware of the craftiness that is around us constantly so that we can combat against it. All right. So that we can combat against it. All right. So all praises to the most high. That's all we have for you this day. I hope you received something from it. I hope that it brought forth edification to you, brothers and sisters. And I hope that, you know, you learn something. Help us support the movement. Follow our pages. Holy Saints and Apostles. Holy Saints and Apostles Nashville on YouTube as well as on Facebook. Holy Saints and Apostles Atlanta as well. All right. And with that. We give all praises to the Most High and we tell you shalom. Shalom.